Well, this has been an interesting couple of days. Welcome to podcast number 15. I crammed one in in the office, was at work today, and um, I decided to record a podcast with uh, Michael, one of our uh, IT technicians there, who uh, (laughs) we were just kind of discussing the fallout and all these idiot celebrities who got just as blindsided by Trump winning this election as I did, to be honest with you. I never would have expected this a million years, but it is what it is. It's what's here. She, uh, Hillary Clinton, Secretary Clinton, actually edged him out in the popular vote by a like, very small margin. And uh, he pretty much blew her out of the water uh, on the electoral votes. And the funny thing is, I'm hearing a lot of just idiotic liberals screaming about it. And I know it happens when the, when, when a, if a liberal had won the popular vote, uh, if a conservative had won the popular vote and lost the electoral vote, I'm sure there would be a lot of idiotic conservatives who don't understand how the electoral college works that would be saying that we should get rid of it. But that is what they are all screaming now. It is just, I, I thought it was going to be, um, I wish it hadn't happened that way because it's just another technicality. The founding fathers put together the electoral college. That system of voting is what we have, is what we use for a reason. It's so we don't have high population areas just ruling over the low population areas. It's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be equal representation. You know, each state has as equal as possible representation so that the highly populated states don't just run over the low, the low populated states. So anyway, anybody says that we should get rid of the uh, electoral college doesn't know the purpose or the functionality of the electoral college. Get a freaking civics book. Go back to... Um, I don't know, probably 7th or 8th grade, get a civics book from there, go to the index, look up Electoral College under the E's, go to that page and read about it, and then maybe you'll understand. And that's if they are even still teaching about the Electoral College in school. I don't, I don't know. They might just have a picture of Bernie Sanders with his thumbs up and his big goofy grin going, socialism is good. I don't even know what they teach in schools anymore. So without further ado, here is me and Michael hanging out just talking it up, uh, and I record this on my uh, my iPhone, so that might be uh, the audio quality might be a little low, but it was good. Thank you for listening to the Derek Ogden podcast. Remember, I'll keep it short and sweet, but you can hit repeat, and don't forget to floss. No way I thought that was going to happen, dude. Yeah, not in one year. So, there are... Let's see, on the Telegraph. This is a newspaper out of the UK. Celebrity reactions to the Donald Trump win. Lady Gaga turns to prayer. Lindsay Lohan wants a recount. Katy Perry appears to be planning a revolution. Ariana Grande was in tears. Madonna responded with some kind of selfie. Nigella Lawson has blamed racism, of course. Uh, Rihanna shared some fake racist Trump quote that wasn't actually 
his quote. Chris Evans finds the whole thing, quote, embarrassing. Seth MacFarlane cannot visualize a Trump presidency. That's surprising. He's a pretty creative dude. Uh, let's see. Brittany Snow uh, might be going to Canada. Lily Allen thinks we'll all be learning Russian soon. Rashida Jones pointed out that Donald Trump was endorsed by the KKK. Uh, James Corden has Brexit feelings, rightfully so. Lily Allen thinks Canada should build a wall. Khloe Kardashian was worried. Zach Braff compared it to Brexit. Big Bang Theory star Kunal Nayar is afraid. I mean, if you're an illegal immigrant, I think you might stand a good chance of getting deported. But other than that, I don't think anybody should really be afraid. Cher is really, really upset. What did you say earlier, Michael? They're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. She's probably about ninety-eight percent plastic at this point. <laughs> like titanium, titanium rods holding her bones together, and uh, lots of plastic on her face. All right. Uh, so writer and director Sam Esmail decided he hates twist endings. Because <laughs> that was a twist ending for sure. Uh, this is a combination of many of the celebrities who would probably have rather voted for, um, okay, so Rose McGowan thinks the vote was rooted in misogyny, Sarah Silverman Silverman thinks this is a win for Putin, Lord can't understand it, she's not even, isn't she British? (laughs) Ben Stiller seems to hope it was a weird dream. The best part is most of my Facebook is Canadians sharing stuff about the election. Really? Yeah. Most of them support Trump. Bunch of snow Mexicans. All right. Uh, Oh, Snoop Dogg is pissed off. Oh, so Snoop Dogg posted a uh, his he tweeted the worst day in America is nine eleven. Second worst day in America eleven nine. So here's a guy. So what's so what is his problem with Trump? What would Snoop Dogg's problem with Trump be? I mean, as far as I know, Hillary Clinton was against, is against pot legalization. She's for all the she's for all the uh, an expansion of government, whatever. Like what what is what is Snoop Dogg's what dog does Snoop Dogg have in the fight? Other than other Not than the because he was endorsed by the KKK, that's it's automatically racist. Yeah, but I the KKK could turn around and endorse me tomorrow. I have no control over that. No, I don't. It, does, it doesn't mean that I I'm endorsing the KKK. It's that's not what it means. Uh, Amy Schumer, of course, she's a she's a mess. And then um, J.K. Rowling is about to be disappointed. The article said. I don't know why she's about to be disappointed. Anyway. So that's a whole lot of grief and disappointment. MSNBC and CNN were in denial until like the last second. <laughs> Google had it going from the get-go. Man. I mean, I I went to sleep. Uh, I'm not really sure what time it is, but Google had it called, and I, not called, but when you looked at their when you looked at their results, when you looked at all the numbers they had in, yeah, pretty much. I, I just rolled over and went to bed. And uh, my wife woke me up at, like, whatever it was, 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock or whatever, going, oh, they're, they're going to call it, they're going to call it. And I, I'm, I, I, turn on, I turn on CNN, and there's Wolf Blitzer in, like, North Carolina 
uh, is still yellow. Florida was still yellow. Like all these states that Google had called, you know, forty-five minutes before, an hour before, were still yellow. Like they were still just completely in denial. And the idea that all of these polls, you know, five thirty-eight politics is I'm, I'm a big fan. You ever listen to them? And they had. Now, granted, these guys work like on a statistical basis. It's not. It's not like, you know, they're, you know, trying to skew anything or whatever. But basically, what they do is they average all of the existing polls that are out there. And I posted online last night. Um, I mean, early on, we were out to dinner, and there's a, <laughs> the TV in the restaurant, of course, was on was on the uh, election results, and I saw I started seeing states pop up that were supposed to be blue. So on the uh, 538.com website, they have the, the chance of winning for Hillary Clinton was 71.4%, and Donald Trump had a 28.6% vote. But there were states that he ended up winning um, that were actually blue states. Uh, Florida, let's see here, Florida. I think he ended up winning Nevada, too. But um, North Carolina. No, he lost Nevada. Did he? Yeah. All right, so he lost North Carolina. Here, let me pull up. Yeah, North Carolina. He lost Nevada, but he won North Carolina. He won PA too, which is crazy. But I mean, a lot of a lot of states started rolling in, and everybody was like, "Oh man, you know," uh, like people in the restaurant were like, "Oh no, Hillary got one." I'm like, "Yeah, but that, like she was already supposed to get that one." You know what I mean? Like, um, states. All right, so he ended up winning Florida. Yeah, he won North Carolina. So North Carolina, he won. He was not supposed to win. Florida, he won. He wasn't supposed to win. Pennsylvania was crazy. That was amazing that, that he ever won that. I mean, I, I can't imagine. And then we had uh, Wisconsin and Michigan. And if you remember, last night when they were talking, they were talking about who was going to win which one. I think one, one is worth 16, 16 points. Yeah, Michigan's worth 16 points, Wisconsin's worth 10. And they were like, all right, so here's a scenario. If Trump wins Michigan and Hillary wins Wisconsin, then here's where we'll be in the race. And if they're swapped and Hillary wins, you know, the other state, and you know, we switch, switch those around, this is how it's going to work out that way. And then he comes through and cleans, cleans house and takes both of them. <laughs> so we had uh, Hawaii, which was blue, stayed blue. Alaska was red and stayed red. So, like, really the big deal states were um, Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Pennsylvania, Florida, and North Carolina. And, I mean, ended up at 279 electoral votes. That's, that's insane. It's crazy. Never would have thought it would have happened in a million years. I have a renewed uh, outlook on what votes actually mean. Now, of course, CNN, MSNBC, all the liberal left-wing, you know, crazy mainstream media that has been basically pulling for Hillary this entire time. And this is why you're going to see all the weeping and gnashing of teeth over the next, you know... Probably until the end of uh, Donald Trump's final term, whatever that is, four years or eight years from now. The reason you're going to see so much weeping and gnashing of teeth and all these celebrities that are upset, you know, Robert De Niro came out and was just, you know, ran his filthy heroin addict mouth about, you know, what a what a terrible person Donald Trump is, you know? Yeah, like, like thanks for killing John Belushi. Sh- shut up. So, 
you've got Robert De Niro, Alec Baldwin, Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, um, Rachel Maddow, Chris Matthews. You got all the celebrities that I just read on the list there. Snoop Dogg, you know, boo hoo. You have all these people that have been doing nothing but band together and push everybody. You know, get out to vote. Uh, I didn't see much from uh, Puffy Pufferton or P. Diddy or whatever the hell his name is now. I didn't see much from him this year. Usually he does like the vote or die thing, mm -hmm. but I didn't really see much of that uh, this year from him. But there were all these celebrities just saying, get out and vote, get out and vote. And they, because, you know, when you go on MTV and you say go out and vote, the uneducated voter, and when I say uneducated, I mean the newbie, the rookie, okay? The, the 18, 19, 20-year-old kids that are, you know, just out of high school, just starting off in college. They want to be grown up. They want to know what's going on. They want to understand things. And basically the place that they start is mainstream media, Right? I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, you're, you're a little bit younger than I am. I mean, when you, a few years ago, I mean, when you wanted to get, be interested in politics, when you wanted to start participating in the process, where do you go? You go right to the mainstream media. Yeah. It's the most obvious source. It's, it's the quote-unquote news. It's what you're looking at any day, every day anyway, so you yeah. might as well just get your news from there. So whether it comes from the website or from the the you know, 24-hour news channels on the television, that's what you're looking at all the time. So that demographic that those celebrities are, are, are gearing themselves toward are the young people, hoping that they, they could mobilize them and get, get out the vote, basically. Okay? So they're looking for people who know nothing about anything except for what they see in the mainstream media. That's what those celebrity get-out-the-vote campaigns are targeting. That's the demographic. Then you have, you know, the, the Santa Claus giveaway things. I mean, I never thought that Trump was actually going to win this thing. I've actually been pretty caught up in my concern for what is going to happen when Hillary Clinton is president. What is the, what, what are her first steps that she's going to take as president? I really, honestly, I'm just being straight up. I really haven't put a lot of energy into what I think Donald Trump is going to actually start doing his first day in office. Now, I know what he said. He's going to undo a lot of the Obama executive orders and other, order, uh, other executive orders beyond that. Hopefully, he walks in and gets rid of the executive order from Harry S. Truman uh, that created the NSA. That would be great. Just get rid of him. Let military intelligence handle things. Stop listening to our phone conversations and tracking everything we do online. So, he's already said he's going to do those kinds of things. And, you know, the potential of having, like, a Rudy Giuliani attorney general, um, you know, a Ben Carson surgeon general, you know, things like that, things of that nature. You know, that, that is... He's going to have to surround himself with good people. He doesn't, he doesn't really know what he's walking into as of yet. He has received a lot of information. He had, you know, the, the meeting that they had at the White House... You know, he's going to have to bring people in who know and understand the system. And that's who he's going to have to put around him. Which is actually kind of a cool thing from my perspective because, you know, Hillary owes favors. That's what she owes. She owes favors everywhere or she's owed favors. So 
that's the only relationships that Hillary really has in Washington. Either you owe her, so she's going to put you in a position where you're going to have to do her bidding, mm-hmm. or she owes you, so now she's going to put you in a position to pay you back for owing you. You know, your family's donations to the campaigns or the Clinton Foundation or whatever it is. So Trump is basically, it's a totally different animal. He's kind of walking in there. He owes no one. I mean, he literally owes no one. I, the, the, the Republican National Convention, I mean, Reince Priebus, he pulled him up on the stage last night, was like, here, say something, say something. And Reince Priebus is just like, ladies and gentlemen, the president-elect of the United States, and then walked away, right? <laughs> and and everybody, there's been all these rumors about how those two guys have been butting heads, and, you know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but um, it looks like right now everything is, uh, all is forgiven. But the idea that Trump is going into this position, there's a couple thousand appointments that he has to make, and that's all part of the whole transition team. So a bunch of people are losing their jobs, he's going to be appointing new people. Maybe some of the people that are in there he'll he'll keep. Doubtful, but maybe. But then you have this whole thing with you know, he doesn't owe anybody. He's, he's really ruffled a lot of feathers on both sides of the aisle, which to me is kind of a good thing because he, he's equal on, on many accounts. You know, uh, he's, he's pissed off Paul Ryan. He's pissed off John McCain. He's, you know, really uh, rocked the boat for, for everybody. And he's not afraid to rock the boat, and I think people know that. But I think people know that if they side with him and they're decent with him, that, you know, they have a better chance of, you know, doing well. But he's going to have to put people in those positions that actually know what they're doing. And because he doesn't owe anybody and they don't owe him because nobody really, nobody really, really supported the guy. Nobody really threw their weight behind him. So he doesn't owe anybody, any of his political cronies, for the favors they've done for him because nobody did this guy any freaking favors. Right? So Except he's going... That are written on Trump Wall now. You can sell no spots for fifty bucks if you donated. You could bid on Trump Wall. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was it. You bought like a little tile, so your you name could go on got the wall. Something out of it, yeah. You could go there and see your name on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they got out of it. But none of them are getting appointed to be ter- Attorney General or uh, Supreme Court. <laughs> He's going to have to put people in those positions that actually know what they're doing. He doesn't have a reason to put anyone else in those positions. So we're going to have a lot of good appointments, a lot of really good appointments here, because he's going to put some thought into it. And the guy is a leader. I mean, he's, he's got huge companies that, um, and you could, tell in his, you could tell in his victory speech last night that he does know how to lead. You know, and, and when you're running a business and you have that many employees, you have that many people around you, you have to make sure that, it's, that everybody's invested. Everybody has to have their heart in the game or no business can really make it. So as a leader, as a businessman, what he has to do is make sure that he, he maintains the enthusiasm of his workforce, of his people. And he did that last night. When he got up on stage and, first of all, he, he, uh, he thanked his parents, who are no longer with us, but he thanked his parents because he basically gives them credit for making him who he is. And then he thanked his children and his, and his wife and went right down the list all through his staff, uh, Reince Priebus, 
his brothers and sisters, all these people, and basically said, this is our victory. He didn't get up there and go, oh, this is my deal, whatever. And the funny thing is that yesterday, you know, three hours before all the, all the results came in, yesterday people were just posting like crazy that this guy, or not, not even specifically Trump, whoever the loser is, and these are all Hillary supporters, whoever the loser is better come out and, you know, unite America and maintain this tradition of the transfer of power that we have in the United States, okay? Now, back during the debates, if you remember, Donald Trump said, we'll see how it plays out. I'll see how it plays out. I'll see what happens. Hillary Clinton said, I will accept the results of the race and I'll maintain all this, you know, all the, the, trans, the peaceful transition of power and blah, blah, blah. That's what she said. He said, we'll see what happens. And that was huge news. Huge news. Everybody was, their minds were blown. This guy is actually stating that he might not accept the results of an election. But here we are, the day after election day, Hillary has lost. She's been defeated. America has spoken. The, the liberal media is saying that it's the poor, uneducated white vote that came out which I think is BS, and I think it's insulting. But America just fired the Clintons for good. I mean, they're done. I mean, they can go run around with their foundation or whatever, but I, I think uh, Saudi Arabia and Qatar and all these big donors they've had donating to their foundation for the last 20 years or 10 years or whatever, uh, I, th I think they're going to have a lot less reason to donate now that they don't have any power. They don't have any uh, Lincoln bedroom to rent out anymore. There's no more pay for play. <laughs> so yeah, the, it stops. Like it, it, as of last night, all that is pretty much halted. I would think so, right? It's pretty much... We just fired the Clintons for good. They're mm -hmm. on. They're out. And it's, and it's really been a sort of a... It's been a referendum on Obama. Um, you know, I was surprised that he won his second term, but, but this is... Almost as almost as good as, as voting him out in his second term. <laughs> it's almost the same message. But still, we hear nothing from Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton called Donald Trump last night, conceded to him. He came out and said she fought a really hard fight, uh, gave her credit where credit was due, and she said nothing. Not a friggin' word. So... Where, where are the Hillary supporters now? Where are, the, where are the liberal progressive left that demanded that, that Trump accept the results of the election? We know what Lindsay Lohan thinks. She wants a recount. Well, the media loses. All the celebrity, they lose. They did. I think that's... Media in general, whether it's news, entertainment, whatever it is, they lost. They lost last night. I mean, the the dumb, poor white people came out of their trailers, had to leave their guns at home because you can't take a gun to a polling place. At least you can't in Florida. They had to put their dentures in and their straw hats, and they had to strap on their overalls and go stand in line. And I, I'm not sure how they read their ballots because, you know, they're just so stupid. I, I, don't, I don't know how... how we read our ballots as a bunch of dumb, 
uneducated, poor white people. It's amazing that we even were able to put the fuel in our in our cars. I, I guess we just must have. Oh yeah. Oh, we're racist too. That is true. That is true. But it, it's amazing that we must have walked to the polls because you know we we obviously can't afford cars. Us us st- stupid poor racist white people. Anyhow, uh, it is what it is. Hillary is probably. I, I wonder if like where she was. Wherever she was, I, I think a hotel probably got destroyed, like Keith Richards style. Joe Walsh, chairs smashed through the walls, TVs out of windows. <laughs>